Okay, we're starting a series here. Uh, we're calling it the Making of a Leader of Discipleship Training. And uh, Jesus talked about um, the harvest is many, but the laborers are few. Pray that the Father will send you laborers. And we don't want to be out of order in the things of God. And, and obviously, we want people to come to the Lord, but if we have nobody to teach and train them the ways of God, then there's no need for Him to send anybody. Right? Alright, so here we go. My name is Joseph Gallagher. I'm a teacher to the body of Christ, and it is important we make that we all make our calling and election sure. I have compiled this manual for the sole purpose to educate, train, and bring the body of Christ to a place of renewed, fresh, and continued spirit of repentance and reveal the true condition of the foundation that we have been built on. As the Spirit of God reveals or teaches the Word of God, the Word of the Lord to us. And Matthew 3, 8 through 12, admonishes the body of Christ by the mouth of the prophets, by the mouth of the prophet John the Baptist, the following. Bring forth, therefore, fruit, meat for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now the also the axe is laid to the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not for good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. And I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shape with unquenchable fire. The solution? Lay the axe to the root and tear down the current foundation and rebuild the house of the Lord, which house we are. There's a great need in the body of Christ by Jesus Christ for us to grow up into maturity. But before we grow up, we need to reevaluate the current foundation that the body of Christ has been built on. And currently, it's not been built by Jesus Christ. For Jesus said that I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We need to get back to the first principles of the oracles of God. Starting in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, it says, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have neither milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. The strong meat belongs to them who are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The information in this manual has been compiled from many sources in the body of Christ, as well as my revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit of God. This manual is a training tool to assist and to teach. And to teach means to become a pupil, to disciple, to enroll as a scholar, to instruct and to teach. All nations, as Jesus said, um, and he commanded us to go and teach all nations. So, Matthew 28, 18 says, And Jesus came and spake to them, saying, All power, which is the Greek word, to see authority, has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end. The scripture says in Proverbs 11, 26, The fruit of the righteous is the tree of life, and he that wins souls is wise. Winning souls takes great skill, and it is an art to win and disciple the souls of mankind for the glory of God the Father. Jesus prayed in John 17. I'm going to read this whole thing. It's John 17, 1 through 26. 
These words speak Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, they are always come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power, authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life or zoe to as many as thou hast given him. And this is zoe eternal, life eternal, that they might know thee the only true God in Jesus Christ whom I have sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify thou me with thine own self and with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou hast given to me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou givest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. All are mine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I, I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was in, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Thou, those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy filled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I have I also sent them into the world. And I pray... And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray after these alone, but for them also which shall, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as thou art Father are in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou givest me I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one, may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also, when thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me from the foundation, before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known me, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name, and I will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. The body of Christ will remain scattered and under the judgment of God until the idolatry and the self-love that, is, that it is built on gets torn down and built back from the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Only then will the body of Christ become one, and only then will the righteous King Jesus have a pride that is built and watched by him and be able to declare the gates of hell will not prevail against it. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea from Lephi, he asked the disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others, Jeremiah, so one of the prophets. He said unto them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood is not revealed unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. 
And I say also unto thee, if thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Receive this work with all meekness, and may it be engrafted into your soul, so that the spirit and soul and body might be made whole and trained up unto perfection and completeness. And this last part, I just put it in there because the purpose of the fivefold ministry is to uh, perfect the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. It wasn't so that we could all become big ministers with these gifts. And I myself, you know, I work in technology. I've been doing technology for 20 years, and it's not who I am. I'm not a technician. I'm not an IT technician. I'm a son of God. Just like some a plumber that lays pipe. That's not who he is. He's a son of God. Someone's an electrician, etc. Same thing with these gifts that we are in the Lord. They were given for the purpose of the people. Amen. Amen. Woo! All right. I want to. I want to take a brief look at this uh, training the soul. We have to understand that the soul um, of a man is not what gets saved when that man gets born again. And it's very simple because in first in John chapter three. Jesus said that that which is in the flesh is flesh, right? That which is in the spirit is spirit. We're talking about spiritual things here. And so it says that the wind, John chapter 3, verse 8, the wind blows where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell when to cometh and whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the spirit. When you got born again, when I got born again, his life, his breath, his spirit, which is the Greek word pneuma in the New Testament, Spirit is pneuma. The breath came into your spirit. Now you are having the ability to be driven and animated and pushed forth by the Lord in your spirit. Amen. But it's the soul of the man that still has his own life. Amen. You see? And that's the problem. He's the guy that's got to get trained and taught and metamorphosis. He's got to get changed to reflect the character of his spirit. Amen. And that's the problem is mankind doesn't realize that when he got born again, he didn't get... His soul didn't get saved. His spirit got born again. And that person, in the making of the leader, growth and maturity, Matheos means no speech. When a person gets born again, he has no speech. The only thing he knows is Romans 10, 9, and 10, and you must be born again in John chapter 3. And that's what he is. He's able to see now the kingdom of God. But still, has a long way to go to be anybody that can be useful for the Lord. But the only thing he tells him, hey, I got saved. Have you ever read the scripture, Romans 10, 9, 10, and 30? And that's the issue, is that we don't understand that there's a maturity and a process to the things of God. And it says in Galatians 4, 1 through 3, it says, You are under tutors and governors to the town of the Father. Even Jesus Christ, when he was 12 years old, he was in the temple, and he got lost, and his mother couldn't find him. She finally recovered him, I think the next day, and he said, Didn't you know that I'd be in my father's temple or something? And, and, and his mother just, you know, she didn't understand what was going on, but even then he had to be pulled back until the right time, which was until he was 30 years old. So uh, let's go to some scriptures here. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. It says, Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. In the scriptures, there's, there's a place where Jesus talked about, you must deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. If you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. 
But if you seek to lose your life for my sake, you'll gain it. The word life in the Greek is suke, soul. If you seek to save your soul, in other words, if you seek to justify your own life, your own actions, off out of the work God, right? Then, um, then therefore you're seeking the same.
people get saved. I'm saying something I need. I'm going mm-hmm. to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, God loves me. God's going to heal me if I'm sick. I should bless my family. And that's it. Mm-hmm. They want the blessing. They want what God has to give. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to sacrifice. Hey, maybe I just need to go help my brother. Maybe mm-hmm. I should go help at the church. You know, even if it's clean, you know, actually being Christ like. Actually like, being Christ like. And that's what Christianity becomes. And like you said, labor of the field. Everybody's got to look for what's for me. And mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what Christianity broadcasting over the airway. That's what Fred Barnum's radio is and TV is mm-hmm. because it's about what can God do for you and what you can do for And not only that's the gospel itself. You yeah. know, they're preaching to the needs of the people, which Jesus had. You know, the 10,000, 5,000, 7,000, he always ministered to their needs. But he said... What they want to hear pretty much? Or yeah. The, the, each and years. Make, make you teach them what, they, what makes people feel good. Feel good. Yeah. So, but whenever you teach someone about putting in work... Yeah, it's obvious. It's kind of, uh, that's kind of like, you know, it's, 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 it's commitment. It's his commitment. Well, here's the thing. Jesus spent three and a half years with these whole apostles. Right there with the master, getting it right from from, from throne, man. Yes, sir. From God Himself, amen. Amen. And and look what they did with twelve. So, but Jesus said, "I know why you follow me." He's talking to the ten thousand, you know, because of the miracles, the fish, and the loaves. Because of the the miraculous. You don't want a commitment to me. Oh, just that. How about those 3,000 people walking with him and he told them that's, that's right. right? He said, oh, we're going this way. Because he said, you must eat my flesh and drink my blood or you have no zoe life in you. In other words, he's saying you got to take all of me into your life. You can't just take part of me just with the part that feels good. Even if it comes to you used to losing your life over me. That's right. Because that's what happened. And we just share about that is, that is that if you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you seek to lose your life for my sake, you're fine. The Greek word life is suitcase soul. Soul is mind, will, emotions, me. When Adam got born, um, when Adam got, uh, God breathed into him, to him the breath of life, and he became a living soul. Nefesh is the Greek word, Hebrew word for soul. He became a living soul. In other words, he was a soul now that was animated and could express his own life, but his life didn't offend the Lord. There was God's life, which is God's word, and what God said, and it was his life. And he was obedient to God. It was in the Garden of Eden when, when, when he partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. See, we can be doing the good all day long and not do God. Because that which is born of the flesh is flesh. If you're doing it just because you're trying to please mankind, we've got a problem with that. If you're doing it because you're trying to please the leadership and your fellowship, we've got a problem with that. And see, that's what he said. He said, those guys that are out there praying and yelling and stuff, you know, uh, they think God is hearing them. God's not hearing that. You've got to be led with the Spirit of God. For as many, it says in the Romans, right there on D, we are. For as many as are led with the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. That sons of God is the, is the Greek word we are, which means fully mature. And Jesus was the Son of God, fully mature, the we are of God. We've got to come to that place where we can break off the bread of life any time, at any given situation, and bring life to that situation, and the word of God to that situation, and bring God to that matter. You see? And that's what Jesus was. The scripture says of him that he was, uh, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. In other words, he, he, like I said, he broke off a piece of his life any time he needed to. And that's what we got to be, man. we got to be broken bread and poured out wine. And that's what he was saying when he said that, is that, 
says that uh, you must eat my flesh and drink my blood. You got to take my life within you. The life needs us. I mean, Old Testament says the life of the flesh is in the blood. And the word, uh, I think it's the word knife of flesh. One of those two words is in the flesh, the soul. The life of the soul is in the blood. When you when you see the blood, I will pass over you. And what did Jesus shed in, 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 the, in the garden of the sin? He poured out his own life, soul, unto death. And the victory wasn't the cross, it was the fact that he was able to bring his soul under control in the garden of the sin. You see, because he said, not my will, but not will. You never saw that up to that point. Because Jesus was was God and, and, and had characteristics like us. I mean, he's human. You know, he was, mm-hmm. Jesus was human. So, I mean, I feel like that time in Gethsemane was like a, the biggest trial of his life. That's right, because you never saw any distinction up to that point that he had your life, his life and our life. It was always my father's will, my father's word, my father's works. But he, my asked, father's he, asked, but he asked our God, our Lord, if he could, if there's any way he could take this. But thing. he didn't take it from you. No, he didn't. See, you've got to hope for this, in other words. You've got to drink this cup yeah. that I'm giving you. And that's what we have to do as disciples. Whatever God has given us, we've got to take it. Um, now, getting off this, this is going to take a long time to get through this, isn't it? I'm not going to get through this in one session. This is going to be a, a process, man. I've got there's so many uh, uh, notes and, and, and uh, outlines here. But start, let's start again with 38. It says, and, and this is a foundational principle: training the soul. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not doing the draw back into perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And that's the Greek word 5590, which is. Your mind, your will, your emotion. And and, and uh, number one, there's the steps of training soul. It says, you have to give yourself to God's instructions and principles. Romans 12, 2 says, and be not conformed to this world. I want to look at that real quick. Okay, so the word world there. The word world is age. Be not conformed to this age, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And then James 1.21 says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. So that tells us right there that there's a type of word that has to be put in our hearts that's going to save our souls. And the word engrafted is the Greek word impulsus, which means, I got a list there, it says, uh, in, which is to, to, in a place, time, or state, denoting a fixed position. In other words, it's got to stay there in your heart. Mm-hmm. Just like a seed's got to stay in the ground, in good ground, it's never going to come to maturity if that thing is in shallow ground, or stony ground, or, or, or stony ground. Amen? It's got to be in good ground. So the, the heart has to be right before the Lord. And then it says, uh, to puff up, the, so, so the way this works is Greek words, you, you'll have the word and then you'll have where it came from and then you'll have where it came from. So those are called the derivatives. In other words, what it was derived from to retain that, that word. So this word engrafted says that it's derived from these two words, 1722 and 5443, which means implanted. And then that 1722 it means in a fixed position. And then the word 5453, it says to puff up, to blow up, to swallow, to germinate, or to sprout. So the seed can't do anything until it breaks its skin. 
right? The hope of their seeds that will be broken. And that's when it can come into a place where it will produce after its kind. And, and the Bible talks about the only begotten Son of God, talking about Jesus Christ. That word only begotten is the Greek word monogene, which means he is the only one after his kind. And that's the kind that needs to be being produced in our heart. That's what should be. In other words, the character of Christ should be in our lives in all facets. Not just when we come in here amongst one another, in our domestic situation, in our situations at work, in, in the way we carry ourselves, everywhere we go, amen, it's got to reflect Christ. Now, talking about uh, Gethsemane, and there's two ways that a man enters into temptation. Uh, Matthew 26, 41 this is B. It says, Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is, indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So right there he gives us that one way you enter into it is when uh, you enter or you fall. James James 1, James 1 2 through 4, number uh, highlight 2 there. My brethren, count all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that the triumph of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect in the entire one in nothing. So when you fall into a, into a temptation, then you didn't see the trap that Satan laid out there for you. But there's grace for that, to come out of it. But when you enter it, once you repent before the Lord, He'll bring you out of it, but it's a much longer struggle in that situation. So you enter or you fall into temptation. So we've got to watch our soul. And it's the soul man that leads us out there. When we, when we stray away from the Word of God, in, in a relationship with the Lord, and we allow, allow ourselves to get uh, layered on with the filth of the world through all these different communication channels, you know, all these different ways that, that the ways of the world gets on us. Mm-hmm. And in fact, what time is it? About 10 minutes. I'm going to break it in about another seven minutes. In fact, it says that uh, Lot vexed his righteous soul in hearing and seeing. In other words, because he heard it and saw it. It vexed him. And I don't have to mention it. That was his, <coughs> his boys were being killed too. His family. His family. And his wife. I mean. And seeing and hearing. That means you've got to, when we, when we go out there, it's a new situation. We've got to understand that there's two systems out there. You've got the cosmos, which is the world system. The scripture says, love not the cosmos, neither things that are in the cosmos of the world. If the love of the cosmos is in you, the love of the Father is not with you. That's the world system. And there's an enemy called Satan behind that. And then you've got the kingdom of God and his order system. <clears throat> and the whole thing about the enemy, he's trying to distract us and keep us away from God any way he can. Because you end up getting in a situation where you condemn yourself. And, and, and But the good thing about the kingdom of God is that when you, Father, forgive me, I know I haven't spent any time with you. He's not trying to commit you, get you to commit dead works. In other words, he doesn't want you to do it just because you should. Um, you feel obligated to. Exactly. You want you to do it out of love. Yes, sir. You want to be with the Father. You want a relationship with the Father. Amen. Truth. Not because we're obligated. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. I don't want you to help me if you're obligated. Not just because we feel like it's a routine, oh Lord. That's right. I, I feel like conviction, being convicted and, and doing something over conviction doesn't necessarily mean you're doing it because you really sincerely want to do it. That's right. I mean... And that's what we want. We want the Holy Ghost to deal with our souls when we're, when we're out of order. Because He's going all the Holy Ghost does is reflect Christ. He only brings us back to Jesus. He never testifies himself, Jesus said. And you got these ministers and, and all these big time, whatever out there, talking about my church and my ministers and my pastors. 
we got to wake up, man. That's not. It's not about us. It's not about us. Uh, and so. That glorification right there. So we're going to wrap this up here. I want, I want you to know that in James 1, mm-hmm. 2-3, there's a word there called patience. That word there is hominate, which means constancy. He, you have to be constant, 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 constant in the Word of God and in and, and, and the things of God. Otherwise, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get taken by so many avenues, man. And that's the issue. They're, they're still coming from you all over the place. And if you're not watching over your soul, man, you make, you know, take you out to the water and, and drown you. <laughs> All right, I think, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up here. So uh, we got to the first page here of the Trinity of Souls. So uh, there's a lot more to cover here. I do want to talk about one scripture talks about, uh, I think it's in Hebrews 10. No, I don't know where it's at. It says, uh, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray therefore your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's, it's the spirit, soul, and body that we're talking about here. And that all three areas have to be preserved unto the Lord. Yes, sir. Amen.